Welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast, the podcast that will help you embrace, grow, and be transformed by the transitions of life. Now here's your host, Debbie Ronka. Welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast. Today's episode is number four in my series called Your Story's Changing, Finding Purpose in Life's Transitions. You know, transitions do have a process and they could last anywhere from three months to three years based on the type of transition that you're experiencing. It's important to be aware of the process that you'll go through when a time of transition comes to you. So let me go over real quick again, the proprietary process that I use for helping my clients through transitions. It's called REAL. R-E-A-L, where we recognize, evaluate, align, and live. So the first stage of the transition is to first recognize the symptoms that are the indicators that you are about to enter or are already in transition. These are symptoms that if ignored, we may potentially miss a pivotal point in our journey. And without realizing it, we may feel you know, we're just maybe having a bad or a difficult time in life. And we just may find ourselves pushing these symptoms or emotions aside and not realizing they're actually connected to transition and they need to be recognized and understood. The second phase of a transition is the evaluation phase. And this is where, based on the type of transition we're experiencing, we can become even more aware of our inner struggles and our challenges. And this all just surfaces and seems to become magnified in times of transition. You know, these are our fears, the insecurities that we have, maybe some doubts about decisions that we're making or confusion or overwhelm. And this is a time to evaluate why we are feeling this way at this particular time. And what is the root or the reason behind all of these struggles? The evaluation phase can actually be the longer phase of the transition because there's so much to discover and process about ourselves. And we want to spend time digging deep and embrace any change that needs to occur within us, as well as the change of where the transition is taking us. After evaluation, comes a time of alignment. That's the third phase. This is a time of understanding of what we need to let go of. These could be the mindsets that have been holding us back, you know, the way that we think, feel, or behave just regarding events in life. Or, you know, even those painful moments, those things from the past that just keep us stuck. Or we might even find ourselves caught up in an identity crisis. It's an identity we have about ourselves that's not serving us well anymore. And the transition is wanting to redefine or bring out a stronger and healthier you. We can find ourselves resisting this change, but the transition is there for growth and transformation. And sometimes a whole new beginning for our lives. And once we come into alignment, then we are able to step into the final phase of transition. And this is where we begin to live. We begin to live in our new season or the direction in life. 
and we have come to a place of wholeness and clarity. In this phase, we are coming to the other side of the transition, or as I like to say, you have now come to the other side of the transition bridge. You're ready to embrace what is waiting for you and also the people that you're gonna connect with for that next season in life. They're all waiting for you on the other side of the transition. The people that you're supposed to connect with, the people that you're supposed to meet, the people that are part of the next journey of your life, they are there to meet you, for you to develop relationships with and connection as part of the next journey in your life. You see, this is the beauty of fulfilling and processing a transition, finding the courage to move forward, allowing some inner transformative work to be done, and then being able to step into what the transition really has been preparing you for. You see, at this time, then we begin to get the deeper revelation of what is coming and a clarity will be experienced because the area of our heart, mind and soul have been through an evaluation, a reflection process, and we have now been strengthened or healed so we can embrace the new. And now we are in a place in this time of living out our next season in life that we can create two new things, and they are the goals and habit structures. Having a plan and establishing any goals that are needed is really going to prepare and equip you as you move into your new path. Regardless of the transition, there's things to prepare for and decisions need to be made. And now you're in a place to make healthy decisions and establish your new goals. Zig Ziglar has this quote, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. So creating goals, my one uh, piece of advice would be this, don't create goal fatigue. In other words, don't make your goals so audacious that you're gonna be fatigued trying to fulfill them and you wind up getting discouraged. But then you also don't want to create small goals where you get bored or frustrated because they're too easy to achieve. So each of you know the kind of goals that you need to set. You want to stretch yourself, but don't overdo it because you may give up because the goal may not be attainable. So there's so many uh, different ways that you can create your goals. And I like to recommend the SMART criteria as a way to create and define your goals. So really it's the acronym S-M-A-R-T. So S, specific, you want your goals to be specific so you can actually define them. And you want your goals to be measurable so you're able to track your progress as you are attaining this goal. You want it to be measurable. You also want it to be attainable. Make sure you can attain the goal in a reasonable time frame. Like I said, don't put yourself in goal fatigue, but also don't put yourself in a small growth where you're going to get bored or frustrated. The next part of your goal, it needs to be relevant to what it is that you're about to do. Make sure it aligns with your values and your long-term goals. And last, it should be timely. Set a realistic time. Uh, time date for yourself 
that you will accomplish these goals because having a plan is going to help you succeed. There's something higher for you to reach for. So having a plan, having a goal is really going to keep you focused and help you to keep moving forward. So ask yourself, what is the first thing that I need to do? What do I need to get done in the next 30 days? What do I need to get done in the next 90 days? Who do I need to contact? Who will be my accountability partner? And what resources do I need? I want to go back and just highlight accountability partner. If you articulate to someone what your goals are, you are more likely going to succeed in fulfilling them because you have an accountability to someone to show up and say what you've done. So highly recommend an accountability partner. Now, the next thing to look at as we're going into a new season or direction is we need to look at our habits. What good habits do we have and what bad habits do we need to let go of or modify? You see, when we move into a new season, it's really important to have a habit structure. And I know habits require discipline and they're not always easy, but I'll tell you, they're going to give you a sense of structure and a sense of accomplishment. So consider your existing habits and maybe even where you may need to add some habits to your daily routine. Look at your health and where you could actually be adding some nutrition or new habits for exercise. Look at your relationships and how you can create space and time to develop them. Look at how social media or emails and phone time steal from your day. Create a technology-free zone in your day to allow for other areas of your life to be developed. You know, lots of times you'll hear about what is your morning routine? And I can't speak, oh, I just can't say enough about a morning routine. And I'll tell you why. I did have a great morning routine where you know, just simple things. I knew I started off with coffee. Then I had time to read. I had time to exercise. I had time for uh, my spiritual time as well. And when I stacked my habits together, I was getting so much accomplished by getting up early. And by 8.30 in the morning, I had so much done. It was healthy. And I felt like I had a lot of productivity already in the early part of my day. And then something happened. And for some reason, I let that morning routine go. And I'll tell you, it's been hard to find that rhythm to, to um, get things done, to feel like I'm being more productive. So I've been on both sides of the coin, having the morning routine and not having it. And I can't recommend it enough to have that morning routine. So I am reestablishing mine. And sometimes you need to tweak that morning routine, you know, because seasons change. And so you look, look at your morning routine, look at your existing habits, take a good look and see where you can improve them and build upon them and ask yourself, well, what can I add and what do I need to remove? Or can I exchange something that I have for something else that I don't? You know, increments of change are the best and the most healthy way to begin. So think about this. If you're watching too much TV or spending too much time on social media, Consider exchanging some of that time to do something else that's going to benefit or add value to your life. 
You know, it could be as simple as reading a book to learn something new or making a class or taking a class for your health or study a new language, learn a new hobby, spend some time with friends, carve out that time, develop relationships. There's so much to think about, but it's all worthwhile because habits will bring life and energy and accomplishment to us. It's worth the evaluation of our habits to spend time to create a new habit structure that will improve our lifestyle and our overall, our overall, overall well-being. Transitions are all about change and transformation. Don't resist them. Choose to embrace them and be transformed by them. I've so enjoyed sharing with you this series of your stories changing, finding purpose in life's transitions. My goal was to share as much as I could from the content of my course and to bring value to you each week so you can learn even more about the transitions of life. So this was my final episode on your stories changing. Go back. I highly recommend that you go back and listen to the other three because they all connect and build upon this last episode. I want you to also remember as your transition life coach, I'm here for you. So reach out and schedule a free clarity call. If you're just feeling stuck or you need to process an area of your life that you just need some clarity on my link is in my show notes. And also if you're interested in more of my course, that link is there as well. I look forward to hearing from you. And I also thank you, my transition tribe for coming each week to grow, embrace, and be transformed by the purpose and power of our transitions. Thank you for joining us today on the Transition Bridge Podcast. We appreciate you. If you enjoyed listening today, please go ahead and subscribe or review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to check out the show notes. And for more information about Debbie, go to debbieronka.com. That's D-E-B-I-R-O-N-C-A dot com.